0: Hello and welcome to On a Friday, the podcast where I, Matt, and my friend here, Andrew, will discuss Hi. an album every week, and it's going to be a good time. We this week we're talking about The Stranger by Billy Joel, just as a as a starting point. So, yeah, we're we're really excited to get into this. Uh, why don't we maybe introduce ourselves a little better? What how would you how would you introduce yourself, my friend?
1: How would I introduce myself? Uh, well, uh, I am a person. Yeah. I'm sorry, that is literally the best I can do right now. What do you do? What do I do? I guess I'm a musician of sorts. Yeah? Yeah.
0: Care, care to elaborate?
1: I am I, uh, a musician and I help people mix their stuff. Yes, that is uh, what I do.
0: That's good enough for me. Uh, okay, hello. good. I'm I'm Matt, and I make gaming videos that not many people watch right now, but that's fine. It's mostly as a hobby. Uh, at the YouTube channel Matt Chats. So yeah, that's that's pretty much my whole deal. Uh, we've been friends for a hot minute. I, it's probably coming up on ten years since it's 2021. Yeah. So fucking we're old. Yeah, uh, we go back a long time, and we we enjoy we enjoy discussing music with each other. So that's that's what we're doing. So how how this is We thought mo-
1: it could be profitable in the future, that's why.
0: Yeah, we're we're only in it for the money and nothing else. Yep. So I am a please, greedy asshole. Please financially support us when when that's an availability thing. So how this is generally going to go, every week we'll we'll introduce ourselves, you know, just catch up with each other, discuss some things, discuss some music related news and then jump into the album. Each of us is going to pick a different album every week. So this week Andrew decided the first album and so next week, it will be my turn to pick. So why don't we jump into some, some music news, unless you have something you want to discuss. You know what? Let's talk, let's talk some life, you know? Uh, today yeah. was a little bit interesting,
1: uh, but I took a little detour. Uh, I know we were supposed to start recording about, like, what is it, two hours ago? Yeah. Uh, but what ended up happening was uh, I went to get my food a little bit late, and then um, an impromptu tour to get some trip. Uh, an impromptu trip. To get some pie was made.
0: What kind and, of pie?
1: And uh, went to the other, ha- the other side of uh, the fucking state. Not the other side of state, but.
0: Really? No,
1: no. I oh. went a little bit further than usual.
0: Nice. I, so, uh, I also, pie. I also went for a drive today. Listened to some Peter Frampton on the way. It was a good mm. time. And that's that's uh. been my whole day. <laughs> Pretty much.
1: Sounds like a solid day. That I, I feel like that's that's been it, uh, other than, uh, you know, just the casual working with other people kind of thing, you know.
0: Yeah, I'm kind of at a point where I'm kind of in between projects for for the channel and I, I just got a new laptop. So this is one of the earliest things I've recorded on it. So hopefully it it has better capabilities in terms of me being able to make videos and stuff. So, yeah. Yeah,
1: I think that I think that'll be it. I don't Right.
0: I don't I don't really have anything else to say. I don't have anything else to add. Okay. so that's the first uh, episode. We'll see you guys next. I'm just kidding. Yes. All right. See you next week. So maybe next year. I don't know. I'm not feeling it. What has been happening recently in the in the music world? I can tell you
1: on my end, since I'm more focused on uh, alternative rock indie. Yeah. Stuff. Black MIDI. The covers are out. And uh, they've been posted to YouTube for the most part.
0: I don't know what you're talking about. What is this?
1: Um, Black MIDI. Uh Black Midi is a band from the UK. They've recently released an album, Calvacade, I think it's pronounced. And one of the covers, 21st Century Schizoid Man, they, they released that and a couple others.
0: I've heard of that. Who, who, who's that by originally?
1: Uh, uh, King Crimson.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah.
1: Uh, Radiohead, um, has teased a Kid-A amnesiac rep- repress and or, like, some an- anniversary package. Management is back to making music after Little Dark Age and, um, In the Afternoon. I hope I get an album full of In the Afternoon, personally. A Japanese Breakfast album came out recently. I listened to B-Sweet, and that was it. Uh, B-Sweet was pretty good. Metric Black Sheep, re-released with the Brie Larson vocals.
0: Oh Very yeah, good. I heard about this from the, uh, from this what, Scott Pilgrim movie? Uh, Scott Pilgrim. Yeah, I heard they're doing like an expanded edition of, of that soundtrack album.
1: Yeah, they did, uh, it came out recently, um, and, uh, recently uh that song came out on streaming, whereas, uh, for the past couple, I think, weeks or, and or months, it was just on vinyl. Since I Left You by the Avalanches, they released the 20th anniversary deluxe edition. I totally knew I like that album a lot. Sorry? I
0: totally know who that is.
1: Don't worry about it. (laughs) Uh, They're not really uh, indie rock or uh, alternative. They're more electronic plongifonics. Plungo? Plunga? I don't know. I can English.
0: Can I share some I'll say it one day. Yeah, sure, sure. Okay, you're going to probably instantly see how different our music tastes are based on (laughs) what I'm about to share. So, Billie Eilish released a new single this week. It's called Lost Cause. It also has a video. She releases ahead of her upcoming second album, Happier Than Ever. It's coming out July 30th. I'm so excited for that. And um, apparently she's hot now. I, I, I didn't see it coming. Maybe I should have, but, um, but she's hot now. And you know what? Good for her. It, what? Might, it might just be the blonde hair, but you know what? She's hot now. And I love it. Styx also released Gossip. a new single this week. What? Do you have an issue? Gossip. Gasp. Gasp. Yeah. Uh, Sticks also released a, a, a new single this week called Reveries ahead of their new album, Crash of the Crown, coming out June 18th. And the title track for that, they released a lyric video for. So that's, that's pretty fun. And I'm also excited for that album. I really like their 2017 album, The Mission. So hopefully, hopefully that'll be pretty good.
1: I haven't heard of Sticks since Renegade.
0: That's rude. <laughs> it's really rude. I'm old. They sang about robots in the 80s, you know?
1: Oh, Mr. man. Mr. Oh. Roboto. Yeah, I remember that, no.
0: Yeah. God. So, so you'll probably notice notice the trend of, I like a lot of modern, modern pop artists and also classic rock artists, and... um Andrew is more into that indie indie scene.
1: I am a pretentious asshole. Which is ironic because you chose like a Billy Dissed. Joel album. Billy Joel. I mean, don't get me wrong. I do like my uh, fair amount of um, like classic rock. I, I guess it would be called yes. Yeah. So I I don't know. I, I just thought Billy Joel would be an interesting choice. I guess thinking about it now, if I had a second choice, well, you could maybe... do your second
0: choice. Another week. I know. Don't want to give know, anything I, I, away. Meant like,
1: I meant like uh, the original, one of the original choices I had for this was like not even a Billy Joel album, but something else completely different. Yeah. I remember we were talking about Your that. Your choices
0: were Billy Joel album or not Billy Joel album.
1: Pretty much. I mean, hey. Hilarious. Uh, I didn't start the fire. Yeah. That was terrible.
0: Is that that, that was is terrible gonna go Ah Pun, uh, I, I think I uh, didn't I say something about stomp? not
1: to say anything weird like terrible <laughs> I, I think I, I think I just broke my own rules that I had like, set in stone. You know what you didn't fight yeah.
0: it, but you tried to fight it
1: I was gonna say something, but then I forgot all of the lyrics. fuck whatever. all right. Uh, let's let's talk about the album, I guess. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Do you have any I, uh, any introductory information?
1: I've only listened to this whenever something has went south in my relationships. Oof. I mean, wait. Ooh. Ah. Ah. Wait. That. Wait. Whoops. Wrong. Uh. Description. Uh Fuck. Uh. No. So this album. This album's old. Uh. It was released in Spotify. Won't tell me anything. Nineteen
0: seventy-seven.
1: Thank you. Yes. Um, it is probably Billy Joel's peak creatively and commercially.
0: Yeah, I know he has like a whole. I know it's his fifth album and there were like a couple like good singles that he had before that point like Piano Man. But that was yeah. his that was his first like big success. And after that, it was just album after album just great successes for him
1: yeah but none of them i don't i don't personally i don't think any of them were as strong as the stranger
0: yeah it's definitely probably considered his his best album or most critically acclaimed one and it even won a grammy in 1978 for a record of the year damn yeah and it's his best-selling paying attention non-compilation album
1: that is sad is it yeah like your best album and you couldn't top it at, at any point in your career. Well, I mean, it's, like it's my goal. It's
0: damn good, as we're going to discuss.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very good. I'm just thinking like as like a as like a like um a career, I would fear if a compilation album was the best thing I ever released.
0: Oh, well, I mean, I feel like that happens with a lot of especially old artists, because I feel like with nowadays, you know, since like CD and digital music is much more popular now, those tend to be the albums that sell a lot better. Because, like, if a younger person wants to get into an older artist, what's the first thing they look for? Greatest hits.
1: Yeah, I don't know. This just reminds me of, like, uh, that one album that EMI handled when Radiohead got out of their contract. I don't know if you're familiar with it, but it's, like, the best hits of Radiohead or whatever. Oh, yeah.
0: Well, I'm not specifically familiar with that situation, but, like, I I, I am familiar with labels doing that. Where, like, they'll lose an artist and, like, okay, we'll just release all your biggest stuff that you published while, while here's, you had us.
1: Here's a middle finger to you, you and your career. Exactly. We'll we'll, we'll profit off of your, your dead body. Exactly. Okay, good luck buying your fucking masters back. But yeah, no, I would say that in all seriousness, uh, this album does hold a special place, but I've also realized it hasn't aged well for me. <laughs> really? Yes. I The songs I thought were very, like, it's so strange because, like, uh, I guess if I'm in a terrible mindset of what I had jokingly stated earlier, I guess the album seems appears to be a lot better to me. But I wouldn't say it's like because I'm in a bad mood or anything. But I guess it's probably more like it says things that I wish I could say and I wish I could convey for the most part. But whenever I'm like in a mood, like right now, it I can see its flaws. <laughs> it is aged.
0: I I, quite I see a bit, what you in mean. In my opinion, I definitely have those albums that like. Or, or even artists that I prefer to listen to when I'm when I'm feeling a type of way, as as the kids say. So uh, yeah, I, I can understand how like it, when you're not, you know, going through it, how an album that y- you tend to listen to when you are going through it may not like be as good in in your in your happier times.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, don't get me wrong. I I, I still like the album. I think uh, I'm, I'm gonna give a spoiler. I still give the album like a seven out of ten. In my opinion, interesting. But uh, yeah, that's my spoiler alert. I think we should get like into. I think,
0: uh, well, yeah, we're not to be clear. We're not always gonna give scores to the albums, but I guess. Nah, I just but, felt but, like
1: it, you know. But, uh, but for, I'm get, I'm the feeling instance, a light.
0: You went ahead and did. I probably will. Yeah, the end, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna hold off my, my rating.
1: Yeah, yeah, all good. I'm, I'm feeling a light seven to a light to a decent seven.
0: <laughs> that's understandable. Well. Do we want to start getting into a track-by-track yeah. track breakdown? Yeah, yeah, sure, sure. All right, well, track one is Moving Out, Anthony's song. It was the first single released from the album. And first of all, who is Anthony?
1: I guess we'll never know.
0: And why does he get a song that I don't? That too, we'll never know. <laughs> yeah, so this song, first single, it's about... Um, Pretty much struggling immigrants trying to, like, achieve the quote-unquote American dream, but ultimately realizing that, you know, they're better off pursuing their own happiness than dealing with tough working-class conditions in the U.S. So, but... It's really upbeat despite that kind of downer note.
1: I didn't think of it like that. Uh, the only thing I remember from it was Cadillac. Yeah, love it. What I thought was like uh, for, for an album, it was a very strong start. Although, because it's overplayed, I am docking it a couple of points. I'm joking. These metaphorical points don't even fucking matter. It being overplayed, I still like it in the context of the album, so it's a very solid start.
0: Yeah, I freaking love this song. I used to hear it all the time on the radio on the local classic rock radio station when I was a kid. And I, I also found the the Cadillac part just hilarious. It's, it's hilarious. And like the heart attack. And my dad used to like sing that occasionally just to like make me laugh. And so I have really fond memories of it. But like now that I think about it, I haven't heard that song on the radio probably since I was a kid, probably in many, many years. And I didn't realize oh it until a couple months ago I listened to probably the compilation album that sold better than this one. Greatest Hits Volumes 1 and 2, which is one album, surprisingly. And Moving Out was on there. And I'm like, oh my god, I just processed that I haven't heard this song in freaking forever. And uh, I listened to it, and it's it's probably one of my favorites from him. Mm. Yeah,
1: God, I still hear it. Like, whenever I have the, like, classic yeah, rock this radio station? Yeah, specific
0: station, station I'm, I'm, like, referring to will still play stuff like It's still rock and roll to me, the occasional You May Be Right, or, or My Life. But, uh, it just stopped playing this one for some reason. I think it's, I think it's, it's very good. I do think it, it could use a better hook, because I don't think there's, there's a very, like, catchy hook other than the whole You Oughta Know By Now part. But I love the line, if that's moving up, then I'm moving out, and how it's delivered, and, like, the build-up towards the end. And just the instrumentation of the song, I think, is some of his best work. Matt? Yes?
1: I think Anthony moved out. Anthony moved out? I think Anthony moved out. That's why it's not played anymore.
0: <laughs> you're, you're full of them today.
1: I had caffeine a little bit earlier.
0: Uh, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I've been off caffeine for months, so. Ah,
1: uh, uh, <laughs> I have to function like this sometimes. Uh, my goal was to uh, do some other stuff later. That was another thing. The Stranger.
0: The Stranger, the title track, the third single released. Another another really high energy song. The
1: Stranger is one of my favorite songs off of the album. If I recall the bridge, it happens a couple times. I, I think it's a great way to uh, yeah, you know, the song. Yeah, you know,
0: he he does falsetto in the bridge. And that's not something Bill I know Billy Joel for doing very often. I think it works great. It does.
1: I, I actually like. I believe that the bridge is probably one of my favorite parts of the song.
0: Yeah, I, I like the whole thing. I think it uses rhyme schemes very well. It's like it's it's literal poetry. <laughs> like how he how he rhymes things with a stranger and like a uh, inspired depends on the verse, but like he 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 does really cool stuff with rhymes.
1: Yeah, I, I liked when Billy Joel rhymed orange he didn't
0: i don't remember this he didn't (laughs) you're making this up (laughs) don't worry about it i also think it it doesn't really have a i mean that bridge part is probably the closest thing to it but it doesn't really have like a a consistent chorus because what i guess what you could call a hook or a chorus is kind of uses the same rhythm as the rest of the song but it's a good rhythm and it's a catchy rhythm yeah Mm -hmm. yeah and then of course the the intro and outro of it with, with the, whistle. you know, kind of piano bar music that you'd hear in, like, a t- detective movie. And with the whistling over it, it comes back at the end of the song, too. Very good.
1: I don't know, whenever I think of The Stranger, I just think, like, the album as a whole, I just think of that fucking whistle.
0: It's, it's, it's a good whistle. It's a solid whistle. So, it's not super clear what the song's about, but I can't, uh, I can't help but be reminded when I hear it of a book I read this past semester... As part of a a Catholic book club kind of thing with two of my friends, and uh, the book was mostly just a bunch of preachy shit about like what true masculinity is through the eyes of Christianity. But like the one of the points in the book that I actually liked was about you know the false self and how everyone kind of puts on a fake face and personality in front of other people because they don't think that who they are is enough for the other person. So I think that the song refers to exactly that. The stranger is you and that false self that you present to other people. Or at least that's how I interpret it.
1: My interpretation with the stranger is more or less like, knowing all these people, and no matter how well you get to know them, like, everyone's theoretically hiding behind, like, a facade. I'm not a saying mask, self. by the way. Huh?
0: A false self, in a sense. Yes. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And that, like, sometimes true selves come out, and it will shock you when you realize that, uh, who you've been hanging out with or whatever, and their true self comes out, it's going to surprise you sometimes because that's not what you 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 expect, that kind of thing. That was half-baked fucking explanation, yeah.
0: It's poetry. Yes. The song is poetry. It's up to interpretation. Oh, boy. Yeah? Yeah. The second single, Just The Way You Are.
1: Uh, The only thing I think of is that that song gave us Daft Punk's high fidelity. What?
0: (laughs) Yeah. I don't know this story. What are you talking about?
1: It was sampled and Daft Punk turned it into its own song. Really? And homework? Yeah. Uh high fidelity, I believe.
0: I that's I, I I'd be I'd yeah? be interested in in hearing that.
1: Oh, don't worry. I I'll, I'll, I'll get around to it later.
0: Can I be honest? Yeah. I'm Not the biggest fan of just the way you are. Why is that? Well, uh, the lyrics are beautiful. It's a great love song to like sing to somebody, but I just can't really get into it. Plus, there's the elephant in the room of it being written about Billy Joel's wife, his first wife at the time, who he later divorced. So the whole quote, I said I love you and that's forever, really doesn't stick as well after that. (laughs) And apparently- I love you,
1: and that was 10 years.
0: What was 10 years? Oh, the uh, marriage? marriage. Yeah. Yeah um forever and apparently after they divorced he didn't play the song live for around 20 years so yeah it's it, 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 that's not like the reason i don't really like it it just kind of never really did anything for me and it's, it's not even that i don't like ballads i like ballads it's just this one this one doesn't do a lot for me but apparently i'm wrong because it won song of the year at the 1978 grammys so i'm just wow. incorrect.
1: I, uh, I wrote down. It is a very good love song,
0: in it is my a, opinion. It is, but I don't like it.
1: And Paul McCartney made a comment about it. What? Saying he wished he could- he, he wished he wrote it.
0: Paul! Basically. Paul has written so many better love songs! I- I don't know. I
1: don't know. I mean, it, I mean, he, he wrote about it. said he wish he wrote it. Paul. There's that. On. Well, you- you want to fact check?
0: No, I- no, I believe you. I just think- Okay. Don't worry, don't worry. It's okay. If I, I was fucking with you. If I can say anything. Oh, is was that a lie? What?
1: what no, you you no, no. It's not me? a lie. Okay, I'm fucking with you in the sense of um, uh, uh, that, fuck was there was a way to word it. Shit, I was fucking you with you in the <laughs> no, sense of <go> <laughs> I'm not explaining this very well. Okay, listen. It, I'm just listen. It's true. Paul McCartney said that. I just fucking, I I messed up my wording when I was trying to say, oh, well, you know, I'm joking. Yeah, no, it it happened. It's just, I don't fucking remember what the original I think the song
0: has a good saxophone solo, if I can say anything positive about it. It's it's okay. I I mean,
1: yeah, I don't know. I've listened to the album so many times that I've become phased to the sax. The sax is used pretty often throughout the album.
0: Yeah, it shows up a couple more times. But I think this is the the one time it gets like a full, a full solo of just the sax. Track four? Uh, yeah, sure. First non-single on the album, but definitely a fan favorite. Scenes from an Italian restaurant.
1: I thought that was released as a single. Fuck. It wasn't. Oh, okay.
0: But everyone loves it. It was, uh, I'm surprised it's not either the opening or closing track of the album, honestly.
1: Uh... I'm kind of glad it isn't, because I feel like the motif that The Stranger has that is used at the end.
0: The Stranger boiler, is not the opening track.
1: It isn't the open track, but I'm saying like the the whistling motif. I like the whistling like, motif, I feel that,
0: but we'll get... We'll, I
1: feel like that works best, in my opinion. Well, we'll get back um, but to I can that. See-
0: I'd be fine if they tacked that on at the end of scenes from an Italian restaurant instead of the song it's on, but we'll get to that.
1: Mm, you know what? Think that I think that would actually work a lot better than I think
0: well we'll get to that but like yeah. it's a seven and a half minute three-part song and like that's the kind of thing you do when you either want to like start really strong on an album or end really strong but even though it's not the end of the album it is the end of side one so I guess it like kind of gets that closing track effect but like now that we're in like the age of like CDs and digital music it's really hard for me to like think of albums in terms of sides you know because because now it just feels like it was just a really great long track smacked in the middle of the album
1: i i think it works and i'm I, I say this because the one thing that i have in my mind is that i'm like drawing comparisons to band on the run
0: Look yeah better. yeah
1: i personally like scenes yeah i'm gonna label it as that i like scenes more than band on the run
0: oh because i feel song, like e-
1: yeah. i feel like each of the sections are very meaningful in its own way
0: yeah yeah it, it does have that uh, that multi-part effect like uh, band on the run Beatles' Day in the Life, Queen's Bohemian Rhapsody, just just those differently arranged songs that don't at first seem like they have anything to do with one another. And of course the third part, the longest one, does the same thing that Movin' Out does and shows off Billy Joel's great ability to tell stories in his songs. Like there's a whole like beginning middle and end just in the part about Brenda and Eddie. It's fantastic.
1: Yeah, uh, I feel like the switch up like from the first part to the second part, I like the second part a lot more than that. that just That's just my opinion. Uh, I don't remember if the piano solo was like the end or the middle of the second part or early third part but i thought the piano solo in the song was very good and
0: this was a song that was used as inspiration for the jukebox musical moving out jukebox musical yeah jukebox musical is like when when you write a musical that uses songs that already exist like you don't write original songs for it so like footloose mamma mia there's a lot of them that just like like moving out only uses billy joel songs so a lot of them will just like use songs from a specific artist and like make up a plot based on it. They're not always great, Oh but, but I don't really know anything about moving out, but I, I, I found that out and that's fun. Interesting. Vienna? Vienna. I think this is my favorite song on the album. Mm. It's just about uh, taking life slow, letting things happen when they happen. And, you know, that's that's advice I need because I feel like I'm always trying to like rush life events and like just things going on in my life. And sometimes I just got to like let life happened to me instead of trying to force it to happen, you know?
1: Yeah, no, uh, I've uh, I kind of needed this song, actually, because it very much a lot of my life has been I want to get through this as fast as possible so I can move on to the next thing. And I realized like part of the whole like journey is actually just the part in between. Like Not everything has to be like filled with everything. Taking time is the most important part of like the journey as well. Yeah. So got to take it slow. And it's catchy. Yeah. How about the elephant in the room? the The biggest. Uh, what is it? One of the uh, other bigger. The fourth singles? single. Only yeah. the
0: good die young. Yes. I think this song is hilarious. I
1: I don't like this song anymore.
0: Really. I
1: went from thinking it was good to thinking no, no. This is not.
0: I I feel the opposite actually.
1: I feel like it's overplayed. It's, it's an okay song, and in my opinion, it's probably the most boring song in the album.
0: Wow, that's, that's a hot take. That's a very hot take, given what we're going to get to later. Well, I, I like it. I think it's really funny. It's about a guy trying to get a Catholic girl to have sex with him, and as a Catholic myself who went to Catholic school up until college, I can attest to the fact that they just hammer in the whole don't have sex before marriage thing, like, just constantly. And like, I guess we could get into the reasons for why premarital sex is like considered to sin in the church and like be here all week. But I'm just, I'm just, I'm so amused by how the song is like, okay, so your chastity may get you like closer to heaven, but that's boring. Sinning is more fun. You know?
1: I didn't like the sax solo in the song.
0: The sax solo?
1: I didn't like it. It's mm. <laughs> just what I wrote about it on my notes is like salt on an open wound. I'm, I'm, I don't know.
0: I'm a lot more focused on like, I guess the meaning of it. I've, I mean, I guess- I'll say when I was in high school, I probably wouldn't have liked this song. I probably heard it once or twice without actually understanding the meaning of it, you know? Mm. And I guess the older I get, the more I come to terms with how I see Catholicism and how much of it I really want to subscribe to, given that I'm a filthy liberal on the political scale. And I'm trying to be more open to ideas that the church doesn't always support and more sex positive, especially regarding people who aren't bound by religious ideas necessarily but I now I find it really funny because it just doesn't care, and the crazy religious nuts tried to get the song banned from the radio because it was "quote unquote" anti-Catholic. But then, lo and behold, it just made it way more popular, and that's that's the Streisand effect, baby. Ah, uh, yes,
1: Barbara Streisand effect, without Barbara Streisand actually doing that yet. Yes.
0: Oh yeah, I guess this does predate that, but you know, it's a same, proto same principle. Barbara
1: Streisand effect,
0: <laughs> same principle. We should call it the only the good die young effect.
1: Oh, no, <laughs> that doesn't ring as well. No, it doesn't. I i uh, at least personally.
0: But yeah, but yeah, I, I, I like the song now. Not one of my favorites from the album, but I, I do like it apparently more than you.
1: <laughs> I don't know. Uh, She's always a woman to me. I
0: freaking love the song. It's the fifth single. She's
1: always a woman. I mean, whoops, I fucked that she's one She's always
0: up. a woman. It's the fifth single. Yeah. And I like it much more than just the way you are.
1: I'm thinking about that, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know about that.
0: I see, see so for me it's it's a bit of a more personal attachment. When I was listening to it, it reminded me of a a girl who I was just totally head over heels for in the later later parts of my high school years. And uh I'll, I'll be honest, she she had a reputation and not really a great one, but I went I went to a school dance with her and I felt like I saw a side of her that no one had really seemed to acknowledge. And that's that's what the song makes me think of, a woman who may be crude, inconsistent, doesn't take shit from people, even at the risk of her own reputation. But, you know, she's still good to me, you know. She still has redeeming qualities, even if I'm the only one who sees them.
1: Yeah, uh, I feel like one of the uh, more interesting lyrics out of the entire song is actually suddenly cruel. Like, that, those two words were used. I thought it was very telling what would eventually happen. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. And I guess I guess you could make the argument that that it's kind of like the meaning is kind of saying the same thing that just the way you are tries to say. But I feel like this song doesn't. I does would it, say I feel like it does it better because it's not it's not trying to romanticize it. It's being honest about like what kind of person this woman is. You know, this song is more about her. while just the way you are, is more about him. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and to me, I I think yeah. I mean, I I see both songs as very accepting of like whoever you like whoever anybody wants to be with yeah it's just that like uh she's always a woman i feel like goes in depth to like uh like i mean i guess i see your point because that the, the the song we're talking about right now it, it talks about like the faults that could happen yeah it's, and whereas, it's, it's
0: not a positive song
1: whereas just the way you are is all about the honeymoon stage of like yeah. a relationship
0: yeah yeah but it focuses more on his feelings well this is like no this is how she is and it may not be positive at all but you know what I still like it, you know? She's still a woman to me. But of course, it's also about his first wife, who he divorced, and he played it very little for like 20 years after that. Yep, yep, there it is. But I I think it probably has the best chorus on the album, it's very good.
1: I saw this as an improvement over the last song, that was just my take, personally. Over... Only the good die young. Only the
0: good die young, okay.
1: I don't know, I I just find it annoying now. Well, uh, the next song i i wrote these in acronyms uh fuck
0: get it right the, the first next? time
1: yes that is av- I, this is actually something i haven't been doing this entire don't, podcast
0: don't write, I'm don't, acknowledging write it. <laughs> don't write them in acronyms
1: don't no. write them in acronyms and you know uh get uh get or uh, wait uh, girl t- FT. there we go Kurt. yes
0: you know yes for being track 8 this is the first and i'd say only song of the album that feels like filler what? Yeah. I, s-
1: I wrote this down. I can't believe this wasn't released as a single. Are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> I enjoyed this song more than most
0: songs on the album. This song, I think it's incredibly average. God. I think it's like painstakingly average. There's like nothing that stands remember, out about it I remember-
1: I don't know, I, I I enjoyed it more than Only the Good die Young. You enjoy everything enjoyed... more than
0: Only the Good Day Young. <laughs>
1: yeah. I, I mean, hey, I wrote- I wrote down, I found it boring. <laughs> All right, all right. Uh last song, I guess, right?
0: Everybody has a dream. You know, I don't He doesn't
1: This one was boring.
0: Yes. Oh my god. Thank you.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Dude, one thing we can
0: agree on. He going. doesn't really sound like himself in the verses of this song. Like when it first started playing, I was like, is this a different vocalist? But it's not. I
1: think it's a really strange closer. He sings up it up until he sings like it the softly.
0: yeah. I think I think it's a weak, it's a weak closing track. I
1: think god, if they could just move all the filler tracks to the middle like you like know, get it right the first time like a sandwich <laughs> like a good sandwich you go that's to the middle the thing,
0: though that's the thing though right because the first seven tracks of this album are all singles or fan favorites like um scenes in vienna right and then there's yeah. then there's these two which aren't fan favorites and they weren't singles
1: oh they weren't fan favorites not really. Oh, I'm in the minority for that last track then.
0: Yeah, I mean, I haven't I haven't heard of it before listening to the album. You know, I'd heard of every other song until the last two.
1: Yeah, yeah, I feel like uh, this album suffers from uh, released basically the entire album as
0: singles-itis. Well, only five of them. And that's that's five more than them. half, I guess. I felt right? like it was
1: more. No, because know. again, Jeez, scenes, scenes is... in
0: Vienna aren't singles.
1: Okay, that is interesting. All right, I guess I should have wrote down uh, my comment about, I believe, wait. Yeah? Wait a minute.
0: Yeah? Um.
1: <laughs> wait, never mind. I, I- I did not say that- I did not give this high praise. I said, I believe this wasn't released as a single. Never mind. It-
0: it, it wasn't. <laughs> I mean the last one. The, everybody has a dream, yeah, it wasn't a single. It no, no, no,
1: I mean, uh, I mean Get It
0: Right the first get time. Get It Right the first time was not a single, no.
1: <laughs> yeah, I take- I take back my praise. I take back my praise. I s- I- I don't know, I- I guess I fucking misread that. There is no- Okay, listen. Don't get me wrong, I'm going to go back a little bit. It's a decent song, but in line of whatever else was released, I I would still... You know what? Fuck it. I'm going to say this. I still can't believe it was at least not released as like a double A-side. Like... A double Directly. What? Forget it right the first time. No, 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 no. I mean... <sighs> I, okay, the way I view double A sides is like the same way that unrelated LCD sound system they released the double A side and it was like two songs from the uh from a recent album that they came out. I know out what, so a that's what a double I'm like a going off is. of a double A. I don't know how artists do it back then, I don't know how they do it now. I'm yeah, just it gonna call it it by whatever sense, LCD sound logically. system did.
0: It doesn't really make okay.
1: sense. Okay, okay, listen. Uh, I guess I, I guess I'd wear it like this back then, it'd probably be a B side. I'm surprised it wasn't released as a B-side. It might have,
0: I actually don't know. I don't think it was. I think it would fit as a B-side. Hmm, I didn't I didn't verify what were the B-sides on this. But yeah, back to Everybody Has a Dream. <laughs> yes. Which I, I would argue is the least good song on the album. You know, I, I just think it, it just doesn't do anything. And I feel, again, to go back to what we said during, during Scenes, I feel like if Scenes from an Italian restaurant was the final track, and you know, they do tack on the piano whistling bit from The Stranger at the end of the song. But, like, it's not like it connects to this song. They just play it. It's like a hidden track, almost. You know what? The okay. Stranger Reprise. You know I what? feel like if they tack that on at the end of scenes instead of this song, then the album would have finished off better.
1: All right. I have an idea. Yeah? Um. Yeah. Also, yeah, I agree. You know what? This has got me thinking about, like, how to reorder the album. i just remove uh that song, put uh, fucking scenes at the end of it. Yeah. With whatever change. I would keep... Uh, get it right the first time. Of course you would. I would, because... I feel like, but the, the order of it's, it would be changed. I, it's, It'd not probably I, be, it's
0: not that I don't like it, it's just the only other, than, I guess yeah, it's the only song that feels like album filler. And album filler can it, be good, I just thought it was average.
1: I would put it before, was it, I fucking, I hate writing acronyms. Was it only the good Die young? Okay. I put it after, only the good Die young, and then I'd follow it up with like, uh she's a woman to me, or she's a woman, and then end it off with scenes. So, just the way you are would go straight to Vienna.
0: Okay, you kind of lost pointed. me, but it's fine.
1: Don't worry. <laughs> I, you know what? We'll, we'll include a f- I'll include a visual flowchart that I will don't, send to you. Don't make me do that. Don't worry about it. I, I'm gonna do. I'm gonna. I'm gonna write a thesis on this. Oh my Trust god! Trust
0: me. Please don't worry about please it. Please click in the description. I don't have that much time in the description wherever you're listening to this to see Captain's thesis on the reordering of. The Stranger by Billy Joel.
1: Prepare to be disappointed.
0: Final thoughts on the album?
1: Uh, seven out of ten. Still sticking with it.
0: I thought it was a very good album. I didn't write down a score, but I, I would say eight out of ten. Mm, I can okay. see, I can see why it's considered his best album based on the first seven tracks, but man, it ended really poorly in my opinion. I feel like the whistle saved it. I feel like the whistle. The whistle did not save it. it. I, well, okay. I feel like the whistle saved the last track. If the whistle was its own track called the stranger reprise it might have saved it
1: i you know what yeah like kind of like how sergeant pepper had a had that yeah thing.
0: sergeant pepper but, well well technically day in the life came after sergeant pepper reprise but that's a that's a discussion for another time but yeah i do eventually. agree the album could definitely have it used a track order adjustment and honestly probably some better choruses in a lot of songs i feel like the other singles from other albums i know from billy joel have really good choruses and For the most part, I find the choruses on this album to be really weak.
1: You know, this album would be so much better if it had Uptown Girl as the last track.
0: uh, (laughs) I...
1: I was saying this in jest. We're not talking
0: about that album right now, but do you want me to give my hot I meant the single. Do you want me to give my hot take on on Uptown Girl? Sure. I fucking hate Uptown Girl. (laughs) That's his...
1: I think it's his worst single. (laughs) He sounds like he has, like, his his fucking jaw I hate the fake country accent
0: he does in it.
1: I mean, it's... I mean... You know what? A lot of people fucking hate We Didn't Start the Fire. It's cheesy, but I'd say it's better than Uptown Girl.
0: Oh, it's so much better than Uptown Girl.
1: (laughs) In fact, it gave us the 1975 song, so at least we have that. The what? It gave us the 1975 song.
0: Yeah, thanks for repeating yourself and not elaborating. (laughs) Jesus.
1: I meant fucking Love It If We Made It. There we go.
0: Okay. That one. The Stranger's good. The Stranger, it it was a good album. It made me think about a lot of my own personal experiences, which I, I can't say many other of his songs make me do. So I, I really, I really enjoyed it. It was, it was a
1: solid experience. I, I'd recommend, uh, I'd recommend it to people
0: well, as, as like a, as like an
1: entry level Billy Joel thing. And then go from there, I guess, if you want, I don't know. I mean,
0: it's, it's only downhill from there though.
1: You're right. Uh, I say listen to that album, uh, forget Billy Joel, go back to um, <laughs> Daryl Hall and John Oates. Revert to monkey. <laughs> uh, Private eyes. Private Eyes was my favorite Billy Joel song. There we go. I'm moving on. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I'm moving up. <laughs> I'm moving up, so I'm moving out. <laughs> okay. Well, this has been this has been a strange experience, hasn't it? I I uh <laughs> formatting. I can't wait for every
1: other episode to be not this. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Honestly, I, it's fine. So to to <laughs> end off, I think uh yeah. it'd be nice if every every episode we each give uh, a song recommendation, you know, not not from the album that we just covered, preferably from another artist, but I guess it could be from it. So, Black Midi's
1: "Psycho Killer" cover.
0: They covered Psycho my Killer. My favorite
1: Roxanne cover.
0: They covered yeah? "Psycho Killer" by Talking Heads. Yes, oh, it d- is
1: my favorite Roxanne cover. That's all I will say. What is
0: a Roxanne cover? Oh, is that the name of the cover album or whatever? No,
1: no, 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 no. It, it the the it didn't come with a name or anything. It was just like a plexiglass disc, and then. It, it it was titled as Psycho Killer cover or whatever, but I'm I'm don't worry about it. You'll figure it out later.
0: Okay, well, my recommendation for the week is a song, a recent single from the band Churches with a with a V instead of a U, C H V R C H E S, and it's How Not to Drown featuring Robert Smith from The Cure.
1: I haven't listened to that yet. Yeah, uh,
0: they also with that single announced a new album, Screen Violence, coming out August twenty seventh, and so that's that's going to be very good. So yes, check the songs out if you want to. And uh, I guess this has been the first episode of On a Friday. Tune in next week. Yeah. Tune in next week where where I it'll be my time to pick an album. Oh boy, pop. Oh boy, pop. Snap crackle pop. Snap crackle. Shut the fuck up. <laughs>